Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everyone. Happy day 31 of the program. My goodness, what a vibe. I was just in the Facebook support group. I know many of you listening right now um, are not in the group because you missed out on getting into the program, the spring-summer program. So heads up, on Monday, May 29th, you can start to register for the fall program. And for one day only on May 29th, you can get signed up for 60 bucks, which is the original pricing of my very first group. So that's on Monday. All you have to do is head to the website, GinaLivy.com and get yourself signed up. You don't need a code or anything like that. Again, it's one day only. You can tell your friends, tell your family. Um, so you can get signed up. I know it can seem like a, a long way away, the fall group, um, but time always goes by so fast. Um, Back to the group. So I was in here this morning and um, what a vibe, honestly. It's such an exciting time to be in the program, the process. If you've made it this far, chances are you're going to be a success story at the end. I know there are some of you who are frustrated. And again, you know, nine, I think something like 96% of people who did the program last time um, were successful at losing weight. And, you know, um, if you go and you read the data that we have from all of our surveys that you could fill out at the end, it does show that people lose at different stages in the program, the process. And that's all available over on our website. So if you want to check out that data, it's there. Um, you know, uh, I, I wish I had those stats, but people obviously start to lose in, the, in prep week and week one, week two, week three, week four. But we still have people who are, you know, still losing or just starting to lose in week seven, eight, and nine. And a lot of times that's just based on the state of their body when they start, health issues that they have. Uh, next week on Tuesday, Dr. Paul is going to be joining us. And we're going to talk about four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to lose weight. It just means it can be a little bit more challenging for you. And of course, we're going to have all sorts of things that you can do about it. Things like, you know, digestive issues, things like hormones. We're going to talk about that. So inflammation and whatnot. However, we just started. We just started to try to get that scale moving this week. I know, I know some of you are already seeing, seeing a lot of movement on the scale, which is great. That's just your body responding to you giving it what it needs, which is actually super exciting. So with the downsizing tweak, this is where our first attempt at actually getting the body's attention and trying to get it to focus on fat loss by decreasing the amounts of food that your body is used to consuming. And what's going to happen, because you're still giving it all this nutrient-rich food, often eating five, six times a day, eight times a day, for those of you uh, utilizing bonus snacks, that your body's going to be like, I want, I want more food. And you're going to say, well, I'm giving you lots of food, just not the amount of food that you're used to. And your body's like, well, fine. I'm, I, what I'm going to do is just release fat to downsize the size of your body to adjust to the food that is coming in. And that's because you literally spent the last few weeks of the program giving your body what it needs. Some people can, can um, you know, their movement can be a little bit slower in the beginning, but giving the body what it needs is the quickest way to get your body losing 
right? And to be to lose as much as possible in the end. So, so I know it's a little different than any other diets that you've done where you might have lost that quick amount in the beginning. Um, but this is exactly the way you want to do it because at the end end of the day, we want sustainable, maintainable weight loss. Um, but it's a vibe. It's pretty exciting where you guys are at. I'm loving it. You guys, for the most part, are excited to be here. Some of you still obviously dealing with um, some issues because this week tends to bring up a lot of issues. It's designed that way. So make sure you check out the conversation that we had with Dr. Beverly yesterday. My goodness. Um, it's such a good one. Well, a couple of the things that I, I realized from the, um, obesity summit, uh, and I know I've talked about this over the last couple of days was that the missing elements in, in where obesity, um, is going in terms of like people coming up and trying to solve the obesity crisis. They, they have medications now, which is a major, major conversation. They have surgeries, but where they're going with this is uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, working through your issues and associations. They're starting to realize it's, it's a lot more complicated than eating less and exercising more. In fact, that's, that's just not working. Um, and, um, a big part of that is, you know, is, is working through those issues and associations. And the program does such a great job of bringing awareness to them because you're showing up every day. You're so mindful about what's happening. Um, you're open to working through these things. But the conversation with Dr. Beverly yesterday was really enlightening. And she's going to be back and she's going to give us kind of tools to work through these things. So make sure you check out, I'm telling you, it's, it's a mind-blowing um, conversation that we had. And then later in the day yesterday, we had our spill the tea conversation. Such, it, like it's really important to, especially if you're second guessing or or you're struggling, or you just, you know, you just want to make the most of the, the program, the process. In fact, that was Dorothy's advice. Uh, she joined us yesterday. She was our guest down 101 pounds. Uh, we talked to her yesterday is to kind of really just absorb yourself in the information, be part of the community, ask questions, ask as many questions as you need, as many different ways as you need to make sure that you know what you need to do. Um, you want to make the most of this process because again, the time is going to go by so fast. Um, so each week, Kim, who's a group manager. So she's got her pulse on the group. She's in there every day. She's managing the program specialist. They know all the questions being asked. They know what's going on. So we sit down on every Tuesday and talk about each new week's tweak and where people are at. And it's just an opportunity to talk more in depth beyond just me talking to you guys on the live. Um, and I think it's important to hear from real people real members and their real experiences. So, so I highly suggest that, um, if you want to just make the most of this process, it's like dive in now. This is where it's like, it's game on. You want to show up every single day, game time ready, expecting that scaled move, even though it's not, even though it's not going to move every single day, maximizing, doing all the things, asking those four questions, that's going to get so monotonous, but what's going to happen after asking those four questions is that's going to become second nature, right? Okay. Let's get into your questions. Speaking of, and see where you guys are at. Um, morning. Last night was horrible. Okay. I don't know why, as I've done the downsizing, the plan before with the last program, but last night I was ridiculously hungry. So much so it kept me up all night. I only slept four hours. Okay. So remember also, it's meant to bring up a lot of feels. And we talked to Dr. Beverly about this. A lot of people are, they, they feel ways about feeling hungry. Um, so it could have been that you just pushed it a little too much. You don't want to go to bed with a belly full of food and she's a sleep expert. So she, she, you know, it, it, she's, and has done a lot of research in this about the benefits of not eating before bed, right? So, however, with that said, you don't want to go to bed like feeling like you're super starved or deprived. So it could have just been like you pushed it a little too far. Also though, you are really in tune to your body, especially if you've done a program previously. And so it's like your body is 
really clear and really loud at communicating with you. Um, so play around with it today and see how it goes. You know the feeling that you felt at the end of the day yesterday. So if you feel like you need a little bit more with dinner, add a little bit more with dinner, right? So kind of play around with that. So take kind of what you learned is that I might have kind of just gone a little too far with downsizing yesterday. Or maybe you're just, you know, it was maybe you were dehydrated and, and didn't drink as much water. Maybe you were just awake and you had other things on your mind. And so then you were noticing that you were hungry. Um, I don't know what it is, but sort of sort of reflect on how you felt and then kind of navigate a little differently today. And that's how kind of how that's done. There's no kind of right and wrong way to, to downsize. It sounds like you got your body's attention. Maybe just pissed it off a little, a little too much. Also, I can tell you, we're coming off the heels of eating dissatisfaction and you're super in tune. And the first couple of days of downsizing, they're like, they're the hardest because that's where you're really getting your body's attention. And what you'll know is that that'll subside. Your, your body will be kind of less it, like it'll, it'll get, it, what'll happen is it'll get used to the smaller portions. And so that's why the tweak, like a lot of times at the end of the week, people are like, can I keep downsizing? The scale is moving for me. And we're like, no, you don't want to keep downsizing. Like you want to keep moving forward with the process because downsizing loses its effect. So, because it's really not about eating less, it's about the message that your body is, is you're sending and it's receiving. And so what we're going to do is downsize for the week. And then we're going to bring it back to satisfaction. We're going to focus on maximizing it and then eating to feel satisfied. And then a lot of people next week will be like, why am I losing this week? When I'm back to eating to satisfaction, when, you know, I was downsizing last week and eating less. And it's, it's because of your body receiving the message, then taking action can have a delayed, delayed response. And so then we bring it back to satisfaction again next week. And then we downsize again, because it's about, it's about like downsizing only works off the heels of eating to satisfaction because otherwise you're just eating less, right? So it's because of the time that you put in to eating to satisfaction that it has that kind of impact. So, so play around with it today. Um, hi, Joanna's sick. Uh, watching on the couch. Well, I hope you feel better. God, there's a lot of stuff going around. Um, but down again today, 0.4. Made it to a new uh, number. So excited for that. 5.6 pounds down this program so far. 38.2 total in four programs. Love that. Water drinking is harder since swallowing is uncomfortable with my sore throat. But I know, but I know water and hydration will help help me. So I'm getting it in. Yeah. You know, it's so, so same thing when you're, when you're detoxing. So, so today, is it today we're talking, um, supporting the body and detox, make sure you check out that post, especially if you're a new member and a big reminder, if you're a returning member. So we're using the same detox response, a process in the body that it uses when you are sick, for example. And so, you know, when you're sick, you're just, you're drinking the water is not appealing. Everyone's like, you got to keep drinking your liquids. And you're just like, well, I don't want to drink my liquids. Very similar to when your body's releasing fat. So, so it can, it can kind of feel the same, same as when you're sick, same as when you, you're, you're, um, you have your menstrual cycle, um, same as when anytime your body's trying to detox out of your system. So for some reason, even though water is what we need to help the body detox, it's just not appealing. And that's sort of one of the signs of detox too, is, and is, is the scales about to move is extra hungry in the evening. So back to who was it back to Angela who was talking about you were like really hungry last night. So it could be that, yes, you're downsizing, but yes, also your weight is about to drop, right? So extra hungry in the evening, even though you've eaten 
all this nutrient-rich food all day, getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom around three or four o'clock time, kind of feeling bloated and having your weight up, you know, um, can be a sign of detox. But when your water is especially not appealing, that can also be a sign your weight's about to move. And we work so hard to get the scale moving. And then when it starts to move, we like, it's like sometimes we pull back and we eat less thinking that's going to get us ahead. Or we're just, we don't do the things like drink the water that the body needs to keep that scale moving. And so this is why once that scale starts to move, you always want to assume that it's still moving for the next like three to five days afterwards. So even if it goes down and it pops back up again, chances are that's just your body retaining the water in order to keep keep the scale moving. So, so you always want, as soon as it starts to move for the next three to five days, support that body and detox. Uh, anyway, I hope you feel better, but that's why, that's why your water, similar to when you're detoxing, is not appealing. Uh, good morning. Hi, Deborah. Listened to Dr. Beverly yesterday while traveling. Awesome segment. Going to re-listen when I get back home. Yeah, honestly, so good. One thing when you're away visiting, sometimes you can't listen as closely as you like. Yeah, for sure. A little distracted. A little distracted. It's such a great segment, honestly. Um, whether you're watching this in the group right now or listening by way of our podcast, check out that segment with Dr. Beverly. You're, it's, it's so fascinating. It gives you real insight into your thoughts and why you have them and what to do about them, which is really exciting. And you don't have to pay a psychologist a shit ton of money. Not that that isn't worth it. And if you have the means and the resources to work with a psychologist or get some therapy um, while you're doing this program, such an amazing compliment. But a lot of people don't have access to someone like Dr. Beverly. And it's a whole added element because she's familiar with the program and even done it herself. And, you know, so so not only that, but the healthcare system is a mess right now. And, and to try to get you know, um, a psychologist and get that kind of help into this like years waiting list and it's not cheap. So it's not accessible for people. And this is what I love about our guests. And do you see all the information she just freely gave us? Like I just fucking can't with that. It's amazing. Um, this is why I love our guests. This is why if you're not taking time to, to watch the guest segments, you might think, Oh, I don't, I know everything about sleep or yeah, I know about issues or yeah, I know about supplements. or Yeah, I know about whatever. Like honestly, it's not just that our guests are amazing and, and, you know, we're really, we're really particular about our guests in finding people who actually want to really help people. And I'm not saying that other specialists don't want to help people, but want to help people because they recognize how hard our members are actually really trying to really just do better, be better and improve their health and wellness. And, and that's really exciting. A lot of doctors, I was had a few conversations with some doctors while I was at the obesity summit. And I said to them, you know, what's your motivation for wanting to help people lose weight? Because, you know, you, you see a client that come in, you maybe spend 15, 20 minutes with them max at the end of the day. Like, what's your what's your motivation? And and, and it's interesting because I had this one very frank conversation with the doctor. And he's like, sometimes it's to get paid. You know, sometimes it's to not have your, not to have them yell at you. Sometimes it's to, you know, whatever. He's like, you know, to find doctors that, and not to say that they don't care, because of course they do, because they became doctors. But what they do is really difficult in dealing with people, and especially the healthcare system in the last little bit. And, you know, to find to find people who really, and I know some of you have amazing doctors if you, you've had them for like 30 years and they've been in your life for a while. I know some people have doctors that they're just seeing their walking clinics because they don't actually have a family doctor, you know? So it's really about the making the most of it and being being an advocate for yourself so um so good uh where are we where are we where are we? uh 
Good morning. Up 1.2, I have my monthly visitor. Hope this is double detox for me. Yes, whenever you have your menstrual cycle, that's just your body retaining water in order to follow through on detox. So the, your menstrual cycle is an opportunity for your body to release that fat if you miss that post. Um, if you've been using the app, this has been bugging me a little bit because um, it occurred to me on the app, you can skip ahead. And we are early enough in the program. Like you do want to do the 91 days. But here's the thing. If you are, if you started our app and you're using primarily the app or you just got into the program or you just started, um, really important to understand that each day we have like posts that we roll out the information. So if you're using the app, you're going to want to go back and make sure you're reviewing all of those posts or make sure you get the book. So if you kind of like, if you're late to start, it'd be a great idea to get the book where it has all of the information in it and it has like the, the the program index or what do you call that table of contents so and it tells you all the different posts because um, I noticed today people were asking about bowel movements for example uh, on sort of my notes that the team gave me um, someone was asking about um, constipation wondering what they can do or or also with frequent bowel movements so we have a whole post on bowel movements we have a whole post on you know your menstrual cycle in the program so there might be some information that you're missing so um, it's a great idea if you're kind of new we're just getting started. I know you purchased it a while ago, so I do have to say that the program was sold out. These are people who might have been away or for whatever reason just started. So get your hands on that book. It can really help. I can really help. My first actual real-time live. Hi, Lucy. Um, yay! Non-scale victory here. Fourth program. My goodness. And my daughter is all excited. She now has a skinny foot. <laughs> It's true. You lose weight in layers. Some of you are going to need to get new shoes. The most expensive part of the program, and I, you know, I've worked with clients for years, and I say this to them, you know, the most expensive part of the program is needing new new clothes, and they're always like, "Oh, I can't wait to have that problem." But it's a real freaking problem when it's expensive to replace things like your shoes. My goodness, um, she lost thirty five pounds in total. So proud of her. I listen behind all the time. Gina, you're now part of our family. It's a family thing. Hi, family. Um, I lost 28 pounds and hubby lost 45. Oh, this is so good. Um, I went to, um, I went to the Janet, I'm downtown Toronto. I went to the Janet Jackson concert. Sonia got me tickets for my birthday. We went, it was so fun. Um, but of course we met Livy losers and, um, you know, whenever we meet, whenever I, I say we, cause I'm usually every time I leave my house, I'm with Sonia. So <laughs> Or Tony. Um, whenever I meet Livy losers, it's never about it's never about the weight that they've lost ever. It's just about it's about how they feel. Do you know what I mean? And it's it just feels good to feel good. Um, it feels good to feel good. Health is everything right now. I, I um, as you guys may have heard, I'm dealing with a situation with my kid's dad that it's really not it's not good. Um, and um, he um, he's had health issues for a while, heart issues, um, kidney issues. He's on dialysis, and uh, it's now a situation where it's coming to an end. And um, I just woke up this morning thinking, like, man, like, because I'm turning fifty, and you know, your health is everything. That's the, like, without your, I know we've heard this before, right? And I, I know I'm not, I'm, you know, preaching to the choir here, but it's just, it's a whole other thing. And that's what I love about this program is that it's, it's, it's not just weight loss. It's losing weight in a way that physically makes you feel good. And mentally, do you know, after a conversation with Dr. Beverly, 
you know, working, you have to work through your issues in association. You want to grow, you want to evolve, you want to be happy, you know, you want to be healthy and you want to be all those things. And that's, what's so great. So I love hearing, I love hearing that. Um, we talked to somebody uh, last night who's like, same thing. Their, their husband, they did the program. Their husband just lost weight, just being her husband in the program. So I love hearing this. I honestly, I love, I love hearing this. I love, I love our community and I'm honestly so grateful for you guys. I, I, I hope you can understand how exciting it is for me. Like it's my life passion to have people actually do the program and be successful. And you know, it's just, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Uh, hi, Marianne. Major non-scale victory here. This is my fourth round. Um, scale is slow to move right now, but I'm not worried. Good. I love that. I feel that my body is changing, but not the scale. That happens a lot. Actually, make sure you check out that conversation with Dorothy. So Dorothy down 101 pounds. Something like, I have her notes actually here from yesterday. So she lost 41 pounds in the first group. Then she did the summer break in between groups, personalizing the plan. Those of you who are returning members will appreciate that. 11.4 pounds in between groups, personalizing the plan. Because I know some of you are already worried about what's going to happen between the summer group and this group. Um, last group, in, in not the last group, but the group in December, we did a bridging the gap group. So we did like a, a group um, in between groups. Not sure if we're going to do that um, this summer. So it depends on a lot of things. Um, second group down 24.4 pounds. Third group, 12.6 and fourth group, uh, 11.8. Um, but just talking about how much her body has, you know, she, she recognized that her body needs the time to adjust, right? Realize that her body is either done or it needs time to adjust with what she's lost already. And we see this a lot. I, I, I saw a comment yesterday of someone saying about shorts. I think it was on, it's a thin group or on socials. I'm not sure about how they were a bit bummed about how they didn't think that like they weren't losing, but then they put on a pair of shorts and their body's clearly changing. So that's one of the things, if the scale isn't moving, your body should be changing. Whether, whether you're a returning member or a new member, if the scale, if you do this, your body should respond like that. And it's not always going to be responding by dropping the weight because your body will have to adjust to the weight. And that's the thing about giving it the resources. It, you're giving it resources to make change and it's been dying to make change. You've been dying to repair and rebuild to get these nutrients and make change and all those things make you strong and healthy and all of that. So that's why we're having that conversation with Dr. Paul on next Tuesday. And so that's, it's too early to tell right now if you have any issues that are preventing you or slowing the body down from focusing on fat loss because we really just started and it's just so normal to have not lost any weight at this point. I know you guys hate hearing me hearing that, but that's the reality and the truth. Um, whether you're a new member or a returning member. Um, but you know, week, week six, week seven, it's kind of like, yeah. And normally we have this conversation with Dr. Paul. It, at week six, but we're going to have it earlier because we want you to kind of get, get a heads up. If you think that you have some of these issues that might be slowing you down, there's things that you can do about it too early to tell right now. So make sure you are maximizing and you are downsizing and doing all of those things, but we will have that conversation. Um, but you know, when you do group over group over group, it's amazing how your body changes. It's so freaking exciting. Um, we talked to Dorothy yesterday too, about her skin, which is, I'm so glad she brought that up because especially if you have a lot of weight to lose, people are nervous about their skin and what's going to happen with their skin. So with other diets, when you do a deprivation diet, like you starve, you deprive, you force your body to burn fat. Um, you'll lose, but your body will take the fat from where it least needs it. And this is why you'll see a lot of loss in certain areas and you'll look like you lost a lot. 
and you'll lose it quick. But the problem is the skin can't, like if you lose a lot in certain areas, the skin just can't regenerate around your new frame. You've lost too quickly. The skin can't catch, can't catch up on that. So because we lose in layers with this process and in such a healthy way, um, your, your skin is like when you cut your hand, right? It heals. You don't sit there and be like, Oh my God, my, my, you know, my hand's not going to heal. It just, it just heals because your skin is always regenerating and rejuvenating. And same thing when you lose, when you lose in layers, it's just, it's a much better process for the skin. So there's so many benefits to, to how we lose weight. Ah. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule. And of course the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Um, who's that? Uh, hi, Sarah. Able to make my first live on time. Hello, I was a little late. I had some technical issues today. Round two, and I really want to be more involved with asking questions for support. After yesterday, spill the tea. I think I'm comfortable putting myself out there. Yeah, we're, first of all, I'm here for you. We're here for you. We have this amazing team of people, honestly, they've been through the process. They're excited. They want, they are, we have the best team of people, honestly, who just really want to help. If you guys could hear the chatter that happens behind the group and people trying to help people out, um, but also when you are involved, you're making it a thing that you're doing. And so you're more focused on the thing and you're reinforcing the things that you are doing. And there's a lot of science behind this. That's why if, and if you, if you don't want to participate in the group, do it on your own with a journal, set your intentions in the morning, uh, end of day reflections. And they're not there to like be hard on yourself and hold yourself accountable. It's just to remind yourself that, Hey, I'm here and I'm working on this and this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm focused on. And it just keeps you in it. Right. And then when you're in it and you're aware of it, you just keep re you keep showing up and then you keep reinforcing that behavior. And then time is just going to go by so fast at the end of the program. The end of the program, people are always like, holy smokes, that went by fast. Like there is this whole messy middle that we're about to get into that could be really messy. <laughs> I could see like it's taking freaking forever. Um, at the end of the program, people have always commented about how it's gone by so fast and also that they're just so excited with what they're able to accomplish. Because, again, your body's on your side, you know. Um, so please put yourself out there. Listen, if it, here's the thing I want you to know. I, I take the fact that this, this group, so I'm really proud of the fact that this is such a safe, positive space to focus on your weight loss journey and, and, and be able to be frustrated. It's not easy to, you know, to be, to be wanting to lose weight and see other people lose weight, but you know, some, there's a way, there's a way that you can be happy for other people and be frustrated with where you're at. You know, we are the, the program specialists do a great job of cheering those people on who want to celebrate and supporting the people who, you know, need that support at that, that time. And we're all just here every day trying to live our best life, show up and lose this fucking weight already. But if you were to ever ask a comment or, you know, make a comment or ask a question and you received any kind of offside 
comment or negativity, I kick people out. I, I do it all the time. I don't stand for it. I think that there's a nice way to say things. Um, and so I, I really take the fact that this is a safe, positive space very seriously. So just know I got your back. I got your back. And, and a lot of times people share real deep and personal stuff. And the amount of support that they get is just like, I learned um, that the right thing said at the right time to someone can make or break their journey. And we never assume where people are at either. I think this is really important. We never assume where people are at. I don't know if you just started the program yesterday and you know maybe you were dealing with something in your family or something, you know what I mean? I don't know what you're going through. and Or you know maybe you just, like who knows where you're at or what you've done or where you're coming from or you know where you're on the program while you're asking the question. So I, this is a total judgment-free, safe, positive space for you to show up and work through this really personal and intense and emotional <laughs> process. This is a lot to it. You know, there's a, there's a lot to it for sure. Um, Dr. Beverly's live is amazing. Yes. So good. That's so good. Hi, Dave. I, where is she now? I'm, <laughs> my team said that to me too. I spent like three, four years in my basement. Um, I used to never go anywhere. And now it seems like I'm out all the time, always. Uh, I'm in downtown Toronto. Um, if you missed it, I, um, my friend, I just turned 50 on the weekend last Friday. And so, um, Sonia bought me tickets to Janet Jackson and God, it was so good, man. We danced, uh, everybody danced. It was like, I've never been to sort of this Budweiser stadium. It's an outdoor venue and I've never been before. First of all, so fun. Um, second of all, I, I, I like to dance and I've been known to get kicked out of a concert or two for dancing. I don't, it don't, it doesn't make sense to me. You go to the concert, you're going to dance, but apparently there's people who sit behind you and they want to see. And anyway, it's a whole thing. So Sonia got us the best seats where we could dance, but literally everyone in the house was dancing. So we had a good time. Uh, anyway, it's nice to get out. Um, it's nice to get out and about again. And, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety too, because, um, I don't know what happened to me during the pandemic, and I'm sure many of you feel the same way. I just like super anxious to go anywhere or do anything. Um, so I'm trying to do some exposure therapy. So <laughs> Down, anyway, downtown, <laughs> downtown Toronto. Curious if anyone else is approaching the downsizing with just putting less food on their plate rather than not eating everything on the plate. Okay, Andrew, we had a great conversation about this. Um, was, was with Kim and with Dorothy, with Kim, with Kim. So... There's a couple ways to do it. You can portion out less on your plate. And my concern on that is to, to, to recognize, however, though, that if you need to go back for more, right, to leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied, make sure you do it. Like, say you portion out, okay, I think this portion is, is, is good for me. But at the end of it, when you're leaving a few bites, you're really hungry. Like, don't be afraid to go back for more and then downsize that second portion. Um, so leave your room, leave yourself some wiggle room in case you need, if you, if you put too little amounts of food on your plate, you need to go back for more. Um, and that's, you can do that, but you, I think there's something to be said with still wanting to work through seeing food left on your plate. Cause that's, it's a trigger, right? When you're used to eating everything on your plate, it's a trigger to see food still on your plate. And what that trigger is going to do is bring up 
the feels like, why are you, why do you feel so uncomfortable, um, when you leave food on your plate? I know in other cultures, like in Thailand, I believe if you, you, you leave food on your plate to signal that you're done. And if you eat everything off your plate, they'll just give you more food on your plate. So their culture is actually normalized leaving food on their plate. Uh, but we talked to Dr. Beverly about how these food, food waste issues, food scarcity issues, uh, and people being afraid to be hungry, hungry, just go, go way back. And, um, so I'm a big believer in working through your issues. Like you, you want to be at a restaurant or, you know, where they just serve you one size and it's too much for you. So you eat in tune to that and you're just used to leaving it or you pack it in a to go bag and you bring it home. So what, what I was, and she, but she's also, you know, Dorothy, um, was just like, I wasn't, she's like, I just ate, a few, I just left a few bites. Cause she, she didn't really want to go there. And to our point with Dr. Beverly, um, you might not want to deal with that right now. You, you might just be like, man, this is a lot already. I'm already at capacity and you know, I'm not there. So this is the easiest way for me to go right now, which is fine. Um, you have the rest of the week to downsize. You're going to have another opportunity to downsize again in a couple weeks. Um, but you can also play around with it one time, try portioning out less and then one time portion your normal portion and then try leaving some on your plate. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing one way or the other. So I kind of maybe play around with it and kind of like test those emotions, test the feels, test the triggers out. Um, so both ways I think are really good. It's all about your comfort zone. It's all about your comfort zone. Um, Dorothy's lost 101 pounds and she didn't even downsize all of her meals and snacks. She just downsized her meals instead of her snacks. I mean, ideally you want to do all of them. You don't have to. Um, and she just left literally a few, she left like three bites. That's what she did. That's how she did it. She just let, she portioned out whatever and then just left three bites on everything. So there's, there's different ways that you can do it, right? Different ways you can do it. Um, hi, Julie. I finally have some weight loss today, which I feel is true weight loss, not just water weight. Yeah. So the water weight thing comes when, from when you're restricting, you're restricting like carbohydrates and, 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 um, you're starving and depriving yourself and forcing your body to burn fat. Um, and people talk about water weight, but with this program, you're drinking so much water that it's not, it's not water weight. <laughs> um, it doesn't actually take your body a long time. Some people will lose weight right away. It doesn't, you, it, you don't have to gear up to lose weight. Um, when your body decides to release fat, it's releasing fat. So with this process, a loss is always a loss. Um, although you'll see that, that scale really fluctuate. Um, especially when you're drinking so much water. Um, it's not water weight. That's where water weight really comes from. Uh, when people, um, lose weight like that. So yay. Good for you. Hi, Sharon at the cottage this week and packed all my supplements and snacks. I chose not to eat those chocolate bars and chips with the family last night. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's our association with food and this is where comfort food comes from, where we tend to overeat when we're around loved ones because we're distracted. We're laughing. We're having good times. Our bellies are full. And so that's where that association with comfort foods and the feeling of overeating and that euphoria, euphoria that you can actually feel when your insulin levels get all jacked up. Right. And so so it's like pizza night on a Friday night. Like if your family does pizza night and you, you know, uh, I don't really like pizza. So all the time we'll order pizza for the kids and they'll all eat it. And I won't, or I'll maybe have a little, usually I'll pick the um, pepperoni off or something, which really pisses everyone off, but, or eat a little piece. Um, but you can have just as good of a time at pizza night watching a movie, not eating the pizza. In fact, you, if you, especially with your family, a lot of people would be like, well, I have to eat the pizza. It would be weird not to. And this is where I think when it comes to generations, we need to, we need to, um, 
we need to not feed into that. We need to normalize not eating the pizza if you don't want to eat the pizza. We need to normalize not eating the chocolate and the chips when other people are eating chocolates and chips because we just choose not to eat them. And it's, it does not, does not have to be because you on a diet. I mean, it's fine if it is. You're making choices. You have goals that you want to reach. It's, it's the same thing if I'm training for something, you know, I, maybe I don't want my friends are going out partying and drinking at night and then I got to get up the next day. Do you know, like it's, it's the same thing. I can still have a great time. I can go to a concert where my friends are all drinking and not drink because I got to get up in the morning and go live or check in or whatever. I'm still having a great time. And so we really need to normalize being around food and not having to eat it because it's fun or not fun. Like, you know, when, you know, someone brings donuts into the office or in here, have a donut. And you're like, no, thanks. Oh, come on. You're no fun. Have a donut. Like, why I'm not not fun just because I don't have a donut and you, I, you shouldn't have any less fun because I'm not eating a donut, you know? So we need to, re- we need to really normalize that is, you know, being around people with, you know, those types of foods and not, not only just not having it, not wanting it and not have people say, well, how come you're not having it? Come on, have some, do you know? <laughs> oh, it's fine. You can have some. So that it's, but there is a level of uncomfort, you know, because that's, you, that's the normal thing that you normally do. Right. So, so, so I love that. That that's a huge non-scale victory. Um, hi, Jennifer. After five rounds, I'm realizing that I'm having scale fatigue. So, first of all, before I read the rest, it's not it's not scale fatigue. It's working through the issues you still fucking have with that scale five groups later. That's that's exhausting, and that just goes to the testament to years of dieting, probably, and how deep our issues can go through. So you can take a break. You don't even have to use the scale if you don't want to, but it's not scale fatigue. It's, it's not the thing you're giving the piece of metal too much credit. See what I'm saying? It's, it's not the thing. It's not, you could, you could step on nothing. You could go, you could go through that. Here's talk about the triggers. You could go your routine, go into the bathroom, step on the floor where the scale usually is. And you'll probably feel the same way. Because it's not the scale and the numbers at the end of the day. It's the, it's the, the, all of it. So that's what you're having fatigue with, which is also totally normal. Sometimes you need a break. So, so I'm a massive fan of the step back, just recognizing that you need a minute. And sometimes you just take a step back because you, you know, that force from the trees, you're like so in it, you're doing it, you want it, all those things. Sometimes you need to take a bit of a step back and just kind of like, and then when you come back at it, you're kind of refreshed and you kind of different perspective. And, and that's how you really grow is to like, take a, take a minute, you know, take a minute with it. Anyway, let me see what you're saying. Not sure if I just need to push through and get on that hunk of metal or take a break and focus on not scale victories. I'm following the program and not feeling fatigue regarding the program, just that dance scale. Same, same. So here's the thing. How would you feel if you just, how would you feel if you didn't use the scale? So you'd be a little nervous. You probably have to be like, I don't know if I can trust myself. If I love the idea of focusing on my non scale victories, but what if this and what if that, right? Um, so it may be too much to make a decision one way or the other. Try it for a few days. Just get off the scale for a few days. Just like, you know, make sure you are though also doing the things that you need to do. Cause you don't want that thing in the back of your mind and like, Oh my God, what if I'm this? And what if I'm that? Right. And then just say, say to yourself, I'm not going to get on it for three days. I'm just going to focus and, and, and then reinforce. Don't just be like, wait for non-scale victories to come. Right. So you're not using the scale. So double down on other things. Set your intentions in the morning, end of day reflections. Do you know what I mean? Make sure you got to plan it for yourself. Make sure you're sort of doing those things that you're doing. Uh, write down things you're grateful for. 
write down all the non-scale victories. Read the non-scale victories that you have so far every day. Okay? Reinforce that that's the motivator here, right? And the scale is not... Also remember, the scale is not a measure of success, and it's really easy to get in the mindset that the scale is measuring your success, which is, you know, if you're tying it into non-scale victories, you might be thinking, well, scale victories versus non-scale victories, right? The, the scale is not a measure of success because only you know the number. What the, what the fuck does it matter what your number is? The number is your number. You are who you are. You're at the weight that you're at, and no one probably knows the number except for you. That's why it's not a measure of success. And so... Um, it's a tool. It's a tool to be used in combination with how you're feeling, what your what choices that you're making, you know, and, and what's happening. It's really to catch on to when your scale goes up. Okay. It's probably on its way down. Do you know what I mean? Or I'm in detox. So I need to do this and do that. So just kind of, you know, kind of just remember that it's not a measure of success. So it's not the same even as focusing on your success, which is your non-scale victory. So but take a break from it for a couple of days. Take a break from it for a couple of days. Just remember though, that if you do take a break, right, and then you do decide to get on it, if it's up, that that can be not because you weren't using the scale, because your weight is up before it's going to drop, right? So that's that's the that's the tricky thing about the scale and not getting on it for a while is that you don't really know what's going on and where you're at. So just keep that in mind. But play, you know, it's up to you. Go ahead, go by how you feel. How would I feel if I? you know, push through it. And it's not, it's not pushing through. I think that's the, the wrong thing too, is that you are continuing to work through. You're not, you don't want to push through this. You want to work. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue to work through it. Maybe you're being challenged, especially right now, right? Maybe, maybe this is like, okay, you know that there's some work to do with this. Obviously, you know, you're, there's clearly work to do with the scale right now. So that's what you're, that's what you're learning right now. I'm being challenged. And I'm, it's fucking exhausting. And, you know, after focusing on it for so long, that makes sense. Um, so you can take a break or you can continue to work through. Up to you. Go by how you feel. And you can change your mind. And you can change your mind. Um, good morning. I had the best day yesterday, but I'm exhausted today. Hi, Tara. Love that. I went to see Janet Jackson. Wasn't it amazing? Wasn't it so good? Um, I made a plan for all my meals and snacks and water, and I killed it. Oh, I love that. Uh, I had almost all of my water before I left, ate dinner. I got chicken fingers and sweet potato fries. I asked the server to give me some lettuce on the plate on the side. Love it. Uh, oh, and I downsized the shit out of all my meals and snacks, and then I danced for two and a half hours. What a fucking vibe. And my scale stayed at my lowest low, even with four hours sleep. I'm happily tired today and making sure uh, all my meals and snacks again today. Well, this, I love it. This is a vibe. This, this is a vibe. This is a vibe. And that's it. This is where you can go. You can have fun. You can, you, you know, make choices. That it's, and it's not about on plan, off plan. It's making choices that make you feel good. You know, you overeat your, you overeat your meal. You just bloated. You feel tired. You don't feel like dancing. Cause you're just like, Mwah. I overate. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. I love that. That's what it's all about. And especially I do want to talk about this because the summer is coming and we're going to be hitting patios and it's kind of the first summer past pandemic. I know the pandemic is very real. In fact, there's a COVID outbreak at the hospital where my, my kid's dad, look how stressed I am, my, my kid's dad is right now. So COVID is very much still alive. Um, but we're going to be getting out and about and there's, there's no, we want you to enjoy it. You have to learn to enjoy life 
while you're working towards this goal as well. In fact, you don't want to avoid social situations. You want to learn how to navigate them because it's not just losing. It's the end game of maintaining at the end of the day, you know? So that's, you, you have to, and you have to go out. You have to, you have to go out. Uh, no excuses here. I'm not doing my best. I have developed polymaliglia rheumatica. I'm the worst. Sorry, I butchered that. So sore and inflamed. I understand how this is affecting my goal. Self-sabotage because I'm blaming this where I know I can choose this diet completely. I feel so much better. So you're allowed to be pissy at this. You're allowed to be like, this sucks ass. You're allowed to be like, I feel like sheds and you're allowed to not be all that motivated. But I love that you're here today. And you're like, you obviously want to make choices that are going to benefit you and feel better. And it's hard. It's so hard. Um, you, you know, it's interesting because this is what like weight loss isn't this thing, you know, it is this thing that you're doing. You're specifically putting time into this now to achieve this goal. And again, life is going to smack you in the face and there's going to be things that you're going to deal with, but you can do both. You can deal with the issues that you have and then make choices that make you feel good and are benefiting your health and wellness, which in the end are going to help you be successful when it comes to weight loss. Do you know, I think we think of these diets and I have to lose this 20 pounds by a certain date and whatever when, and then all of a sudden, like, like, how's that quick fix working for you 20 years later? Do you know what I mean? Some people have been pursuing quick fixes for 20 years. And what do you have, you know, because it's just starve and deprive and take away and restrict and, you know, all of those things. And so, so I, so much love to you, honestly. And, and, um, honestly, uh, for just still being here and showing up, you, you have all, you have all the, you have the, here's what you have, Sherry. You have all the excuses to quit. You, you have very valid, a lo, lot of you will have very valid excuses to quit and not want to do it. But then what, you know, and then what, and then what? So eat whatever you want, not eat, you know, feel like shit, just make it all worse, you know, at the end of the day. So I love that you're here. I love that you're here and, and understand also too, the little ups and downs that you're doing are going to make a big difference, even just in your mindset, in knowing what you need to do. Tanya, hello. I'm so focused on my meals. You guys should follow Tanya. She's on uh, Instagram. Um, she's from uh, Yaya. Yeah, yeah. I met her the other day. So fun. So fun. Um, I'm finding it's so interesting how intertwined weight loss and everything else is in life. Meals and snacks are just a small part. Managing stress and sleep are so important, and I definitely learned that from this program. Weight has been up every week that I am stressed and not sleeping enough. Yeah. Um, as soon as I get sorted, the weight comes back down. I know this program is 100% beneficial for me because I didn't because if it didn't have it, I would resort to binge eating, which 100% would make me feel worse. Yeah. You know, um, I do got to go, but that's such a huge conversation to have because look what you're not doing like this. And I know some people too. And uh, you know, again, it may seem like no one's losing weight for how I focus on people being frustrated and scale, not moving. The majority of people are, are losing just fine. Um, you know, but this is where we like to just uh, right now get, make sure people are get, you know, they're in, they're in, they're in enough, long enough to see, we need you here long enough to, so you start to see that kind of, that kind of action, you know? Um, but 
look at the things that you're not doing or the things that you have changed. Like not, a lot of times non-scale victories are really focused on, well, my, my clothes feel better and very forward moving things and all better relationship with food and all of that. But then look back at what you were doing before that clearly wasn't recognized, like working for you that you're not doing. Do you know what I mean? It's not just the new stuff that you're doing. It's the old stuff that you're no longer doing. That is also a win that we tend not to focus on. You know, we focus on all these other non-scale victories, but, you know, not binging, not using food to cope, like, you know, um, not doing the things we were doing before. You know, those are those are also equally non-scale victories, you know. Um, my takeaway f- from Dr. Beverly was if you change nothing, nothing changes. Yeah. And, and people are so resistant to change. You signed up. You're going to have to make change. You want to see change. We're in the pursuit of change, but it's hard, man. It's hard because you have to work through your issues and associations and habits and triggers and stuff. But, but, but also I want to talk about what's really exciting. And, um, and I talked to Dr. Beverly about this yesterday is that we are meant to change. And some of the, you know, brilliant doctors I had an opportunity to talk to at the BC summit were talking about this. You, you, it's called neuroplasticity in your brain. And it's absolutely all changeable. You can rewire and rework the whole thing. And that's what we're doing here. Physically reworking and rewiring how our bodies have come to function, how they've learned to adapt to how you were living before. And especially when you were dieting, it's why giving the body what it needs is so important. And also the brain, reworking and rewiring your brain helps come to function to so your thoughts and your triggers and your habits and all of those things. And it's all possible. But the reality is, is that most people, when it comes to weight loss, they gain it back because they don't put the time and energy and do the work that it really takes for as long as you need to do it in order to make real change. Everyone wants that quick fix you know, that easy weight loss that doesn't come with doing any of that kind of mental work. And the mental part of it, working through your issues, that's the sustainability part of it at the end. Once you lose your weight, the the weight loss part is the no-brainer part. Honestly, you do this, your body will spawn like that, you're going to lose the weight, your body doesn't want it. It's the maintaining part. And that's where you want to be really calm around food and in tune with your body's needs and have a good relationship with yourself and food and all of that. And that's really, that's the end game here is maintenance. It's not weight loss. That's just one stop on the road to finally and forever, right? Uh, which is really exciting. I've got to go, everyone. Um, I think I'll be back uh, tomorrow. Um, I do have some things, like I said, um, things are a little up and down with my um, kid's dad. So it uh, might be day-to-day for the next little bit um, for me, but I do plan on being here tomorrow and continuing the conversation, so I hope you'll join me then. Uh, remember, this is the one place that we don't, if you're watching in the group, circle back and answer questions of written form. So if you do have a question that you want the team to answer, pop it over on the question of the day page. Uh, remember that you can listen to all of our podcast segments, even our ones that we'd have in the maintenance group, um, which are insightful over on our podcast, William Machina. Also remember on Monday... Don't say I didn't tell you. On Monday, one day only, $60 original pricing. You can get yourself signed up for the fall program. Um, Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Later. Bye. (laughs) Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com